Oh, perfect. You got to start here. <laughs> well, I, I, I want the fucking pluma diarrhea in yeah, here. Like, okay. I just thought about it. I should have been recording this whole fucking time, dude. God damn it. Anyway, get a get the biggest box of hot tamales you can find and eat them all. Ew, and, I hate those, though. Okay, well, then it's, kind of ruining, it's kind of ruining the fun. And then you go and drop a fucking deuce, and it's like, do I have colon cancer? And it's like, mm. oh, no. No, it was just the hot tamales. For sure. Because you want to talk about staining the walls red. Those things will stain the colon walls red like a motherfucker. I feel like a weird fuck because I, I'm like, I'm the only person that I feel like I know that doesn't enjoy sweets and candy and all that shit like everybody else. I, no, I don't usually eat You lie, boy. You eat sweets, boy. What? Halloween sweets. Well, yeah, for Halloween and Easter is like usually mm-hmm. the only two times a year that I really eat candy. I'm not saying I, it doesn't happen, but I don't really eat a lot of candy, but I eat a lot of ice cream and popsicles. Yeah, see, I will if I live by myself. Ice cream is something I wouldn't. I would just never buy it. I don't love it that much. I really don't. See, I, I don't, don't like. Any, I don't like anything sweet that much. I will get in a mood for sure, and then that's yeah. cool. Um, if I'm high and Petridge form cookies are there. <laughs> well, uh, I was, well, I was gonna say, don't those don't gummies count as sweets? No, because no, nah. dude, taste one because they taste like fucking weed. So no, I wouldn't say so. Which is probably why I would never have one because well, my... it's just for a second. And then for yeah. like five or six hours, you're in the best place you've ever been. It's just not my bag, man. Not it my bag. Makes you feel like dancing. I want to dance oh. night away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's, let's do the all te- night. All night. Let's do the Tetsuo. Mushy mushy, and yeah. <laughs> welcome to the nightclub where we are the ones who have sweaty, confusing sex and burst into metallic monstrosities. I am your host tonight, Enwa Rick, otherwise known as Rusty Rose. Joining me here tonight is Grindhouse Zombie, who is not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> And following up that beautiful man, we have another beautiful man. Oh, this is a Tibu. And um I'm gonna I'm gonna just say one thing right up front. The Japanese grunt different, y'all. Oh yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They also make different faces. They make some faces, cuz. I don't Choo! care who's mad about it either. I don't give a fuck. Watch the movie and tell me I'm wrong. Watch any anime from Japan and tell me I'm wrong that the Japanese don't grunt different. Ugh. They grunt. Ugh. They grunt harder. And they grunt for everything. Everything. They, 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 like fucking you're standing in line at McDonald's. What do I order? Like it's like the whole fucking the whole time. All the times. Grunts. Oh, yeah. Big anime energy. I love it. How are you boys doing tonight? I'm on fire. Well, on I, fire. 
Yeah, I'm on fire. You I'm are a flame. I'm a flam. <laughs> oh, no. Flame. No, I'm doing it too now. You're doing it. Oh, You're shit. doing it. All right. Shout out, Jessup. How am I doing tonight? Now we're both biting you, Jessup. <laughs> we're both biting you on the ass, Jessup. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely got my, my, my teeth sank deep into that boy's ass crevasse. For um, sure. That but deep ass crevasse. <laughs> I'm I am ready to do the Tetsuo, like for real. I for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. This Let's is, do the Tetsuo. This is dope as fuck. Let's party. Get some music. Some music. Oh shit! All right, cue the music. Hell yeah, boy. There's some industrial shit right now. You hear that? No, you, you need to put in. You make me feel like dancing. That's what you need to have in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How am I doing? Um. Yeah, it's nice that I've had enough time to cool off between watching this movie and talking to you guys because uh, for the longest time I just wanted to slap the shit out of both of you. Um, it's it, my pick, bro. Uh, well, my it, pick, hate well, me. well, it's your pick, but it's Travis's nightclub. So by virtue, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta slap the Yikes! shit out of both of you. Um, Damn, he gets slapped by he, proxy. <laughs> <laughs> he did proxy slap. Yeah. I I mean I'm gonna die on the hill, so get let's go. I mean, but fair you know, enough. No, no, no. You know what? I'm not biting tonight. I think I know what's gonna happen by the end of this thing, and it's what always happens by the end for of this sure, thing. For sure, for yeah. sure. Nope, yep. nope. It's not going to. It is absolutely it, not it, going it, to. I can it, promise you that. You know why it will? Because I know you're intelligent. <sighs> well, you see what if, I did there. You see how I boxed <sighs> him into a corner? He's got to be like, well, you, you didn't dumb. though. You didn't. Oh, oh, you're a only... dumbass. You're a moron. Oh my god. <laughs> um, you too. Oh, you guys. Depending on the subject, yes, I can be a dumbass and a moron. The nice part about this movie, the piece oh, of inte- <laughs> the piece the piece of intelligence that I picked up from watching this film is that there was a body horror and oh, yeah. almost almost a cyberpunk body horror movie that was worse yeah. than Crimes of the Future. Worse? Oh no. No. no, no. Grindhouse. Grindhouse. No. Fuck off this show. Man. No. Definitely not worse. I know this movie ain't boring. No. It might be confusing and infuriating, but it's not boring. <laughs> it's not boring to look at. Tetsuo sure. makes me so mad. <laughs> I don't know what the uh, fuck's really going on either, but I know that the it's whole not time boring Gr- to watch. Dude, the whole time Grindhouse was watching this movie, he was going, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> He was having the anime noises. <laughs> Well, and most and he of had it was, that big sweat on the side of his face. <laughs> he I was a big sweating anime grunting. I definitely had that, but most of it was like, uh, uh, why am I watching this piece of shit? Oh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying. I'm I'm trying so hard. I think you guys know to not like just <laughs> go after a movie, but I did not care for this. And I think you guys know that I don't really care for the fever dream movies. And I mean, and this, it, I think this movie had a cool premise. But it was so fever dream and it was so just when it got me into a scene and I was liking it, then it jerked me away and like threw me down a street at 900 miles an hour towards a do not enter sign or a do not park here sign. And it was like, what the? So this is not, this movie is definitely not my jam. Um, there's definitely, I, I, I have a, uh, well, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. Well, <laughs> I, I was going to say, let, sure. let's, let's, say, let's save some of that because I'm like, I, you're already cracking the jokes about it, and I'm like, I'm, I and don't know. Wrong. It's not, you're it, not it wrong. Isn't, but it isn't going to happen, Travis. You know. I think it's going to happen because I think by the time we're done talking about it, I'm going to say, say this. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. I can see why this film is a cult classic. I can see why. I can see why. Okay. For sure. But 
it is not a cult classic that appeals to me. For this sure. is yeah. this is why I said you're intelligent. Yeah. By the time yeah. we're done with yeah. this, you're not going to say it's You can awful see what terrible. merit it has. I mean, yes, I will. all the work I will. this I, motherfucker I, did, you know, to make it. It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, we're going to get to all that. I want to say he made, and he did all that work with like no fucking money. <laughs> well, I so, can I I can go through a local junkyard and make this movie too. So I just but it would take you a long time, just like it, I'm sure it took this guy. It took you know him 18 I mean? months. We're, we'll get to all that trivia in a second. Okay, we're before we get there. Trivia? I love it. Well, yeah, we, nightclub format. We got to still do the if you you're going to watch this trivia, movie, the, what you want to do for the ritual, and then the sound in between, like every episode of all times. And then this is. I'm just know, glad I didn't have to come the up with the trivia. No, <laughs> well, you, well, you should on your y'all y'all fought for this. So y'all well, fought me tooth what? and nail. Y'all beat me into a corner and y'all basically oh, pissed on my face and was he's like, in hey, the corner. y'all, we want to do our own episodes. That's so. him in the corner. That's Losing me in religion. the corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm still, I'm still going to go with welcome to the nightclub where we love dollar store Mecha Guar. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, dude! Yeah, we love Dollar yeah. Store Mechagor. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, I know, bro. I know that you did, right and I don't. The goddamn <laughs> episode right there, yeah, yeah, Dollar dude. Store Mechagor. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Let's just oh, jump into yeah, it because bro. we don't have anything before it. <laughs> if you have not seen tonight's film, what you want to do is you want to fucking like Grindhouse said, fly at nine thousand miles an hour in stop motion down the street. It's probably at a dollar store somewhere. Uh, you can <laughs> go in there. They have a one dollar bin. You're gonna have to dig to the bottom, and it's not even in a case. It's in like a like a dirty old white slip case, just like one of them paper thin boys that rip. And it's Tetsuo for ninety nine cents. You grab that shit and you go wait behind four old people who are using bank cards. No one's ever heard of the banks ever, and they don't know how to use the cards. They don't know the pin number. They can't fucking just swipe it. They can't do shit. And then you're going to want to go to Home Depot, get yourself a roll of conduit, and shove it up your ass. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. A bunch of spools of conduit, like fucking three out, four out. You're going to want to wind all, all that, that shit out and shove it up your behinds. <laughs> <laughs> and you better do it with a smile or at least some grunting. If you have not seen Tetsuo, cry off now and let the ritual begin. Bastards! Why are you torturing me like this? Why? Tetsuo the Iron Man is a 1989 Japanese toka, toku, tokusatsu satsu, tokusatsu, <laughs> cyberpunk body horror film written, produced, edited, and directed by Shinya Tsukamoto. Mm -hmm. It is shot in the same low-budget underground production style as his first two films. The film established Tsukamoto internationally. Oh. And created his worldwide cult following. It was followed by Tetsuo 2 Body Hammer 
1992 and Tetsuo the Bullet Man in 2009. Both is I. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen either either sequel. So I was they actually I. interested. They in I. They're 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 more cohesive, um, which is good because they are longer than this movie. So yeah, this but movie... they're rad. They're rad. They're rad. I'm not gonna say they're just I. They're rad. They're just not tens. No, like this. I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I'm gonna watch them one day. Um, this movie clocks in, by the way, at a whopping one hour and seven minutes. And seven minutes. Yep. So if, it's if a people... short watch. There's not a lot to complain about. Nah, that's the I way mean, I look at it. And and you get Sam Raimi inspired dead camera. Ooh, oh, big time, big time, big time. You get all that Evil Dead camera. You could tell he was really into Evil Dead. I would so, imagine so. Fuck yeah, dude. The cast of this movie consists of Tamamaro Tagachi as the salary man, uh, Kie Fujiwara as the girlfriend. Is it Kie? Kia? Kie? I'd say Kie or K. K. Maybe it's just K. K. Fujiwara as the girlfriend. Nobu Kanakoa. Kana. Kanaoka. 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 Yep. As the woman in glasses, so she's that Evil Dead. She she's like um she's that Evil Linda. Dead chick for sure. She the Linda of the movie, I guess. She the she's the first one to turn. So, um, you also have Naomasa Musaka as the Doctor. That's a right. little brief camp cameo, along with uh, Rinji Ishibashi as the Tramp. Another brief cameo, but uh, the main guy of the movie. Even though we follow the salary man a lot, I think the main guy of the movie, because he made the motherfucker, right. is, is Shinya Sukamoto as the metal fetishist. Right. Did, did I do okay with those? <laughs> you did good. You did yes. You did as good as I could have did. But <laughs> Okay. I tried. That's that's basically our main cast. Small cast. Small movie. Um, Previously, Sakamoto had made two short films that had similar subject matter. The Phantom of Regular Size in 1986 and The Adventure of Dinchu Kozo in 1987, both to which got a lot of critical acclaim. And then he he was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking make my own film, a, a big film, a film that's an hour and seven minutes long. I tell you <laughs> what, ho- Hollywood ain't ready for me. It ain't ready for all this grunting. Uh, <laughs> all the money for the movie he saved just by working a day job. Like, oh. so he just worked a regular old job yeah. and saved up and saved up until finally he was like, fuck it. I'm going to do my first movie on 16 millimeter film. And, um, this is back when people were using super eight cameras. So it's kind of like a little bit advanced in, in the indie filmmaking world to, to jump from a super eight to the 16 mil. Pretty For dope. Sure. Pretty evil dead of them. Yeah. Because I believe Evil Dead was filmed on 16 millimeter and had to be blown up to 35. I could be wrong about that, but I think that's my, I think that's that's my memory of it. Um, the production of this movie was marred with a lot of fucking problems because nobody basically really could do to the how to make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so you say that, but when when when. Even when a film scholar watches a movie like this, they're like blown away by the originality of it, which again well, is borrowed. But sure, a lot of them. I mean, the movie is divisive still. Mm-hmm. It's critically acclaimed, but it is still divisive. Um, the the night the nightclub is a house divided right now on this movie. Understatement of the fucking year. 
But what's cool about this, though, is that it was shot with the high contrast black and white. That gives Which is it... always a good look. Yeah, dude. You really get to see the volumes in your shot composition in black and white, especially on that ratio. Mm-hmm. Just like with the lighthouse. You know what I mean? Like, it, you can just see every goddamn line in Willem Dafoe's face. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I feel like this movie has a little bit more... Some scenes and some scenes don't. Some scenes look, oh man, it, it's going to get muted. Crazy. Muted. Some scenes look muted, and there are some scenes where the metal is really glorious. Yeah, no, I was. I gonna, don't know. I don't know what they did to make it do that, but yeah, I agree. I was gonna. I was. I was gonna say something to that extent, but I agree with what you said a hundred percent. Some scenes, the black and the white contrast are so there that it's like, but it is what Grindhouse said—a fever dream. It's gritty. It's like. Yeah, it's so high contrast and lo-fi that it's like that looks amazing. But what am I looking at? And 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 that's what some other scenes do, where it gets so detailed. It's dream logic. Like there's a scene in this movie where it looks like they're fighting inside of a garbage bag, but in two within a few seconds, it gets more and more surreal and more and more insane to the point of like this looks like Peter Jackson would have directed it with a million dollars like i don't know like it looks fucking dope well there are a couple of scenes too where it looks like they're fighting inside rock'em sock'em robots too so (laughs) and be honest here and this movie i i could not find a budget for this film by the way i I couldn't find one online so i don't know what this was made for but there's a lot of different effects used like as well as the camera work and the lighting like stop motion animation and practical effects that were made by people who don't know how to make practical effects I want everyone to consider this when they watch the film. No one knew how to do what they did in this movie. They just did it. And I'm telling you right now, if you watch this and you're not impressed by the practical effects, like just given the fact that it's a low budget and no one knew anything about what they were doing, this does look like the it's... Effects, I mean, the effects rival the first Evil Dead movie. Plain oh, and simple. Easily, yeah. Plain and simple. The stop motion, the 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 skin peeling everything like it it could have been the same goddamn people yeah there there, <clears throat> there there's as much there's as much originality in this movie to me this movie is like a spiritual it's like the japanese cousin of evil dead in a way like that's the that's the vibe i'm getting from the conversation we're we're having and and like the aspects of how this movie was made and what what methods they chose to make it in and and how little the people making it actually knew about making movies but what they managed to pull off is is awesome the movie was made for seventeen thousand dollars wow in in 1989 money no less Mm -hmm. or 88 because this movie took 18 months to film i did i did i did see that and it was primarily done in fujiwara's apartment so what a shithole (laughs) <laughs> jesus christ dead boy by the he end was of pro- living punk rock for real boy oh, oh dude by the end he of production, was living punk rock for real boy most of the people Jeez. had left him so he was punk rock making the movie like they rolled out well it was sukamoto that was making the movie but but uh fujiwara was the um the salaryman the, girl- the girlfriend oh the girlfriend okay yeah no t- uh tagachi was right t- right was the salaryman but so yeah. she was living punk rock like that. She was. And and they got they, they had got to a point where 
everyone had abandoned the project after several months. All the people that were helping with the effects, with the camera, with the lighting even. That's why the director did everything. Because by towards the middle and end of it, Sukamoto was basically doing all this by himself. Along with the the actors that were still there for the scenes they were supposed to be there for. But that's why this movie took so long. It was a passion project, man. This is someone's baby. Like they're they're right. like I guess I guess if every great artist has at least one thing they could herald to the world, this would be the thing I imagine he would herald. And at this point in his life, uh, I don't know if Sukamoto's dead or not, but uh, I hope he ain't. I would imagine that he looks back on this and it's it it's got to be a sense of pride, an accomplishment um longevity sukamoto is 63 years old still alive oh good yeah i hope he makes more gems like this (laughs) well you know (laughs) yeah i was gonna (laughs) (laughs) tetsuo struggled to find an audience until it was shown at the 1989 fanta festival in rome where it received the award for best film shown and it was screened without subtitles because the filmmakers couldn't afford to add them. <laughs> they just couldn't afford it. Oh, it goes back to that $17,000 budget. Apparently yeah. subtitles are expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh. It did It did get a limited theatrical release in Japan. So some people saw it. It was a lot of late night screenings, but it had packed audiences because of all the fucking fanfare that came from FantaFest. And after the success it had in Japan, it was given a limited release in the United States by wow. Original Cinema in 1992. And uh, it was put out, you know, on VHS, DVD, Laserdisc, all that shit. Arrow Video has uh, released it as part of their Solid Metal Nightmare set, a collection of Shinya Sukamoto's films on Blu-ray. So you can get Iron Man on fucking Blu-ray. Like this movie is on blue for the people out there who fucking collect um, I wish I was one of them, but sadly, I am not. And just to talk about his acting career real quick, the homie has been in films by other directors, including Morton Scorsese, Takashi Miike, Hideaki Ono, yeah, that's, and has that's... been cited as an influence on Western filmmakers such as Quentin Tarantino, David Fincher, Darren Aronofsky, and the Wachowskis. That's dope because... It's it's cool that Fincher and, and those folks would do that because this movie was was compared to David Lynch films and Cronenberg David Cronenberg films. It was basically like if if uh, David Cronenberg and David Lynch had a had a baby in Japan that grew up to make body horror. This is the movie that 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 baby would make. You know, this baby would be grunting at, <laughs> at all the actors and shit and being like. Ugh. And they'd be like, oh shit, I guess we need to fucking unwind some more three out. Film that and speed up the the fucking <laughs> the film and <laughs> have somebody fucking launch backwards, like Grindhouse said before recording in a plume of diarrhea. <laughs> if this if this movie had a plume of diarrhea, that would be come it's on, him. dude. Yeah, you'd have to admit that that would be dope. First time watches for this movie. When I first saw this. It was at the behest of a James Wolfe. I've seen him do it. Blah, blah, blah. I've mentioned Monster Madness before. Wow, what a movie. I don't remember if me and Ricky talked about it or if he had seen it separately. I don't I don't really remember. 
Uh, I know Joe Bob eventually showed it on the last drive in. I saw it with Joe Bob on the last drive in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three and a half hours ago. <laughs> because I was forced to. I was contractually obligated uh, to watch this. Um, yeah. And like I said, I, I'm not, I wasn't super impressed. I didn't care for it. I can see why it's a cult classic, but it is a fever dream movie. And generally for me, fever dream movies don't work. I, I, I need a little more logic and I need a little more story. And this does not have any of that at all. Um, but again, I can see why it's a cult classic. I can see how people would jive with it. It just didn't jive for me. By the end of this review, you will have all the story and all that that you want. You'll have it all. Oh, I don't doubt that's not going to change my mind, though. It's it's a lot like Skinamarink, where once you've seen it a few times, you start to understand it. And it's, it is. It's like Ricky said at the onset. It's confusing and infuriating your first watch. When I first watched this movie, I didn't know what was going on. I had no idea what was going on. Uh, it does not have a traditional narrative. It's very fever dream, like Grindhouse said. It's all over the place, seemingly, until you see it a few times, and then it it actually does have a structure and a narrative, and it makes sense. It, it, it's 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 just one of those movies that if it don't click for you the first time, hashtag you it watched might, it wrong. It, it might click for you later. It might. Yeah, ha- it hash- might not. That's the hashtag. And yeah, we see that here all the times. The only Maybe. reason, the only reason it it I knew what was going on the first time I watched it was because Joe Bob was there guiding me through it because he loves this movie. So, yeah, this is one of the rare ones for me where I can tell it's never going to vibe for me. It just isn't. It it was too. I want to use the word spastic. Far out very, there, man. It was very spastic. Um, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of scenes where like I, <laughs> I, I do sort of get what's happening. I just don't know why it's happening, and maybe that speaks to your part about the narrative. Like, I need something. Well, I need, no, no just doubt. A, it's an art house piece. I mean, it is an art house type of movie. Like, there's no, there's no reason for this happening. Like, it's it's just a fucking bizarre concept. But like, a lot of great art, you don't always need a reason for why it's happening. It's just what's the what is what is the story? What is the imagery? This is a movie, right? So it's moving images. What is the imagery? We're here for a movie. Does it give us a movie? Is it moving around? Is it doing something? Is it doing more than staring at walls? Hell yeah, it's doing that. Um, it doesn't stop from moment one. It basically never stops. It's you never really get a chance to catch your breath. There's a few moments you can gasp almost. But this movie from for its one hour, seven minute run basically never fucking stops. And it, I can't even say that for Evil Dead. Evil Dead starts slow. Like this shit just starts right out the gate being ridiculous. Well, maybe, but this movie also, as much as it never stops, it for me, it never stops giving me something that is repetitive as fuck. It is just the same scene over and over and over and over for an hour and seven minutes. It bored the shit out of me. I just didn't care, you know, and I tried to watch it twice in the time that I had. And halfway through the second time, I was just like, Nope, I'm going to do something. I never do. I'm calling it now. He's going to either low ball us with a three or high ball us with a five. It ain't ain't going no higher than a five though. I promise you, even by the end of this conversation, y'all ready to get into this movie? Ready, bud. Sure, why not? Here we go!
I'm Mario. Now we're Mario Cotton? Great. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking throw my blue turtle shell right for Grindhouse. I'm Mario 64. And I'm leaving my banana peel for Ricky. Yeah. When you start the game, Mario 64, and he says, let's go. Me and Isaac used to not know what the fuck he was saying. We thought he was saying popsicle. <laughs> popsicle. Tetsuo opens with, well, some guy sauntering through the worst, decrepit, most fucked up back alley industrial storage shed. We're working on shit with chains hanging from the ceiling and sparks flying everywhere, place you ever seen. And this, it's the metal fetishist. It's the guy, it's the director of the movie. And it takes place in Tokyo. He drinks, he drinks from a fucking, like, a shit a shit sink I don't know cause he takes a sip of the water and I know that boy just gets the rust immediately cause he's spitting it out just everywhere willy nilly just like Bleh. and then he goes back to this hideout where you get all these fucking again art house scenes of like just metal like metal fencing metal grating metal fucking shards metal this metal that there's metal everywhere metal wire your metal mama mm-hmm. uh, your metal grandpa your whole family is going to be made of metal by the end of this movie. Homeboy, homeboy stabs himself in the leg. And this, even until my last watch, this scene still actually fucks with me and freaks me out a little bit. It's the, the teeth thing for me, bud. The teeth thing is is, is coming because because I'm that's that's where I'm going. Cause like like the 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 knife in the leg and the dragging and the blood explosion, and then dragging down the leg and how that effect is pulled off. Cause I'm sure he's hiding it with his forearm, the wound, right? While he's dragging it down and reveals it slowly. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I can kind of see the magic at work there. The dragging of the metal threaded bar through the teeth, and the sound that it makes. Mm-hmm. Oh my. god. God, dude, it's like the curb stomp from from American History X. Like it's that level of uncomfortable for me, because I'm just I'm just thinking about that metal bar fucking someone's teeth up bad. Like, oh yeah, I'm thinking of someone smashing that right in their fucking grill, and it's just Ugh. tooth dust and eternity, an eternity. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not good. And this, I I want to say right now. I don't know deep dives about this. I didn't do any fucking like background themes and all this, whatever. I've only seen this movie a few times, but I think there's a lot of eroticism going on in this movie, especially oh, with time. this opening scene. With the whole fucking thing, bro. Well, I think there's there's two things going on here. Um, one of them, I think, because I did do some research, even though I didn't care for this movie. Wait, you watched it for the first uh, time today, a few hours ago, but you did research beforehand. And you knew what no. you were getting you. No, I watched it and then I watched it again and then I did research. That's how uh-huh. good I am. 
Um, um all right. Well, no, because I, the first time I watched it, I was really fucking mad and I wanted to slap both of you. And then the second time I was like, well, at least I have to come prepared because that's what I do. Um, and I think with this movie, it, it comes in with the lore of this movie and how it's viewed, but there's a, a phrase or something that's out in the, out in the culture called transhumanism. And that is a big part of what this movie is about. And it's about people. Yeah. Trying, trying to embrace and become involved with the technology. Now for 1989. I like how I got that without doing research. Like yeah. I was going to say Kurzweil, like this is all that. Yeah. You're smarter later, than I am. Later I in the movie. It. No, no. I had to research it. No, no, no. I just know who he is and what transhumanism is from Joe Rogan and stuff like that. I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't research the movie to that degree, but later in the film, you definitely get all of that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I don't, I don't live on a flat earth, so I didn't know what transhumanism was. So I had to do some research. <laughs> um, Damn, cuz. But you never heard of the, I, the Neuralink? Elon Musk wanted, wants to put that Oh, the Neuralink. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but that's not that's the beginning. I, that's the that's beginning not, of well, it. I, I agree, but it's ultimately transhumanism is a movement where they advocate for people and machines becoming one. Mm-hmm. So this, this movie obviously has a big piece of that pie. But for 1989, I, this was both ahead and behind things. And again, going to the sticking four to feet a conduit up somebody's ass and hoping for a good result. I, I totally didn't get that. But I also think it's got a little bit of what's called mechophilia in it. And it's just people that, because there is a hypersexualism to this movie, I think you said it, Travis, like a little bit of eroticism to it. I think there's a little bit of mechophilia coming into play here that people don't really talk about there's a lot and of so homoerotic it's... undertones also fuck Ooh. i'd almost call them overtones i've never even heard to be of, honest i've never heard of mechophilia before and i i don't know about the homoerotic overtones either well i think with the i think with the girlfriend when she first figures out what he is and is at, at first a little bit horrified but then like sort of gets kind of down to clown yeah yeah um, yeah so that's the mechophilia part of it, being attracted to a machine or being attracted to metal. Like guys you know, with cars. Like... Anyone who likes cars or yes. guns or mechophilias. Um, yeah. I would yeah, say sure. so. Yeah. There's that. There's 100%. actually a, there's a different term for it. I'm not going to. We'll save no, that one. Ter- no, 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 no. What's the no, term no, for no, a gun? No. What's your term? We'll, what's your term? We'll, that you we will like? save that. We'll save that one for that's effing weird because it will come up there eventually. <laughs> no, me, fuck it. that. It's a nightclub. Fuck them. This is our shit. Not going to do it tonight. I, I think I think it I think it bears waiting because it will be a better conversation with all of us. I think it will be better. Anyway, so the transhumanism the jokes part, are gone, y'all. Thank you, Greenhouse. I, th- I think is, are gone. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, the, tra- the transhumanism part is really interesting because, and again, like you said, you talked about like Elon Musk, Neuralink, and things like that, where we we try to bond things to ourselves that our bodies inherently reject. I mean. As a, as a society or as a species now, as far as we've come, we struggle to get one body to accept another human organ. You know, uh, we still struggle with that. People have to take pills for the rest of their lives and whatever else. So trying to insert, again, 40 feet of conduit up your butt. <laughs> well, that's an extreme, but, no. but we we have pacemakers <clears throat> and we have things like that. Like it's not it's not that far outside of the. They're getting better and better. Yeah. Dude, they just had breakthroughs recently with fucking de-aging people. The rich are about to start – I'm being serious. The rich are about to actually start fucking de-aging. 
Um, the people that can afford it will be able to have a body replenish within the next 20 to 30 years. So it's coming. It's it's actually coming. And it's all due to, like you're saying, like tying machines in and doing stuff like that. They're going to have these nanobots go in and fucking rejuvenate them, rejuvenate them from Ooh. the cellular level. Jason X. Yes. Yeah. I can't well, wait. Yeah, but... I can't wait. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. Like the things that I took away from this movie, those are like the themes that I took away from it. And so, yes, I did do a little research and it was a little interesting, but I still don't like this movie. So let's There's move a on. lot of homoerotic uh, details in this as well. Like for one, his, his old lady totally puts that tube up his butt. Yeah. And he's scared, but he lets it happen. Um, later on. In a, in a nightmare. Later on, he's struggling. He's struggling with his identity until the antagonist is like, no, nah, bro, we're going to become one. And our love is going to, you know, oh, yes, destroy yeah. the destroy the universe and shit. So there's there's a <laughs> lot of shit in this movie that you Grandiose. could like pick apart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But also, that's one thing that I think is beautiful about this movie. There's there's a lot of shit you could pick apart and add meaning to. But it also feels like just a dumb, fun movie that someone who was very creative made. Yeah, um, I'd agree. I, I I would agree with that to an extent. I guess I just from earlier, like like the correlation between this and and the first Evil Dead. It's like there's just too much going on here for me to ever consider this dumb. I know that's not the kind of dumb I mean. I know, I know I know what you're saying, and I know what you mean. I think, but. I I just I would never call this dumb, uh, but I know what you mean. It's just it's 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 just a relaxed watch. It's if just want to just have fun. It's and as watch deep as you want it to be. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. You can take it at base level, and it's fine. Or you could try to add all this meaning and shit to it. And I'm not a hundred percent sure that the filmmaker intended for all this meaning to be there because it think- kind of feels like it kind of feels like he wrote the story. As he went to make the scenes make sense, maybe you know what I mean. Maybe, but man, okay. So this is this is a great example of like meaning attachment, right? Like how people will later on decide right. what something is, even if it wasn't for meant sure. to be. I can easily see this as he had an intention for every scene, and I can easily see this as the way you described. He just made it up, and now we're just trying to fucking piece it together. Well, just, but that's that's what a good movie does, though. A good movie leaves fuck. God yeah! God. <laughs> Look at him! Fuck. Look at him! Look at his fucking ass! I called it. <laughs> I, I love you. <laughs> I'm gonna take back what I said about that five out of ten. He might go to a six or a seven. Oh, no. He might. He might. He might. He might yeah, go I, to a five. I, I officially five. quit. I, I officially quit. <laughs> He's broke. Make, He's broken. Nightclub, make your point. Make your point you make were your making, point. sir. Yeah, you're good. Make your point, yeah. man. Go my ahead point, and finish your thought. My point is that I was just fucking with the two of you because I could. Um, no, no. When no. it comes to you were no, caught this, up in this the is, moment. No, this is this is a fever dream movie. And fever dream movies do specifically what you're talking about. They let you think and feel however you want. Now, for you, Travis, to call this movie a nice relaxing watch. It is anything but that. No, no, I meant, I meant, it is, I, I meant, I didn't mean the, uh, relaxing. I, I, yeah. If I said that, I misspoke. I just yeah. meant, 
You mean like an easy watch? Like 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 if if you're if you're us, if you're someone who's experienced in watching like I, cra- could, like I could put this on in the background and enjoy it for what it is. Right, right. It's gotcha. it's not I could I see that about I, it. I didn't mean it and 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 by I'm not trying to sound heady or full of myself. I just mean if you've seen enough crazy horror movies or movies in general, this would be a fun watch for someone who's seen enough ridiculous shit. They would be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, like this is dope." But to Ricky's point, it's as deep as you want to make it. Like you can dive into this and really pull a lot out of it that is it intentionally there? Is it not? It doesn't matter. It's what the viewer is pulling out. And based on what the cult following, not a major following, but the cult following has pulled out of this movie, they've pulled a lot out of it, man. Like enough, enough to where – it's, it's we're talking major. about it on the fucking nightclub. So. Yeah, it's a well. First of all, it is a major cult following. It is it between critics and just overall people that watch us. It's a major cult following mm-hmm. because doing the research for this and looking at what critics have had to say and what viewers have had to say, my first thought was like most of the most of this must have been from like the late eighties, early nineties when it was like the cocaine era. Because like, what the fuck? Oh, um, yeah. But I think. I think I honestly believe that you are right to say that you can take as much or as little as you want away from this. What I will say is that for me, the dreams were so fevered and so frenetic that like, if I turned around, if I was vacuuming my floor and I turned on and this was on, I would go, Oh my God, what the fuck? And I would probably turn it off. It, I, it, I, it would not suck me in. Grindhouse so, is a scared old granny. Possibly. Yeah. but scared old granny house over there um the next scene in this movie involves something very sexual to me because okay homeboy has done cut his leg open he takes that threaded metal rod he runs it through his teeth he's feeling sexy he's feeling good he's feeling sweaty everything in this room is condensating out the ass yeah it's a very dirty movie Oh. It's a very sweaty, greasy-ass movie, dude. The threaded rod is a dick sliding through his mouth, and then he inserts it into himself through his leg meat muscles. And I love... I love the maggots. And well, well... Oh, that's just... Ugh. I love yeah. and, and hate oh. how he slowly slides the metal rod in, and then at the end he pushes it, and the, 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 the movie gives you those, those brain starbursts Right, and then yes he goes back and he unwraps his bandage and it's like well what did you think was going to happen if you put a fucking metal rod in your leg it's going to become infested and you're not a doctor so there's maggots in it and he's like and he starts running through the street and he's going and then he gets hit by a car and the movie turns into and the best music ever pops up <laughs> well, we get a good well we get a good long look at the front of the car i hope i get hit by a car like this <laughs> for real this is like the most peaceful fucking hit and run ever dude and you get to watch old girl and homie fuck after that dude like this is like if you're gonna get hit by a car this is the way to go i'm just oh. saying oh god damn yeah and then you go right into a fucking 90, late 80s, early 90s industrial metal metal video where right. the, the salary man is in a strobe light, smog-infused, sweaty-ass, water blowing everywhere, fucking metal on fire, steampunk, 
just explosion with the title card, Tetsuo in static going across and the, the screen. The music here is dope, and I love the fact that once the title card starts sliding across the screen, you hear the fucking static from it, and it Dude. just like adds to the sound design. And I want to say something about the salary man, like the actor who plays him. He has one of the most expressive faces I think mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. This dude, this dude just got a face, bro. Like he's a handsome dude, but he's just got a face, and it's so expressive. And he makes faces I didn't realize people could make. <laughs> like for real, dude. Like I just want to shout him out. He's got a very striking visage. I want to point out too that the music in this movie is made by Chu Ishikawa. So this guy, whoever Chu Ishikawa is, this guy, gal, don't know. They they are doing the goddamn thing. This movie has a very yeah, because the music's dope as fuck. Oh my god, y'all are gonna be hearing it throughout this whole episode. But it's Hell it's yeah, it's this industrial fucking just like oh lo-fi, lo-fi punk, punk industrial uh, metal shit. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good, and it fits the tone of the movie. For, for for everything that's gonna go on in this movie, because the salary man after after what happens, he's tormented by visions of the the fucking industrial machinery and everything. That's when he's fucking having his his freak out, and he wakes up in the morning and he has a phone call with his girlfriend. And what are they saying to each other? Mushy mushy, over and over again. Mushy mushy, mushy mushy, mushy mushy, mushy mushy, mushy mushy, mushy mushy. Mushy mushy. Mushy mushy. Mushy mushy. Mushy Now we're gonna have that shit playing. Thank you for all the joy and pain. Picture show second balcony was the place we'd meet. Second seat, go Dutch treat, you were sweet, dark ashamed, darling, dark ashamed. See, I want to rescore I want to rescore this whole movie to uh Deer and Gray. I Deer and Gray's dope. Yeah, I fuck get yeah, it. dude. I get I think, it, dude. I, well I think it would have lifted the tempo for me. I bet was, I bet Deer and Gray was inspired by this movie. I bet Deer and Gray is fans of this film. You're probably mm. right. You're probably right. Yep. That make that would make sense based on the fact that they make sort of industrialish metal, and it just went up a point for and, Grindhouse, and they're Japanese. No, no, <laughs> I maybe, maybe, but then it, it went down a point for me where Salary Man and the girlfriend could not decide on a position to fucking like he kept flipping her over and flipping. Oh her man! Oh no, no, no! The, hold on, hold they on! They got the sweatiest. We, we're gonna get, oh, we're gonna get to that sex scene. Oh, we're gonna get to oh, it. Boy. We're gonna get to it. In the next scene, the salary man is on his way to work, and he's at this train station, and there's this woman. This is the woman in glasses sitting right there next to him, the Linda of this movie, if you will. Mm -hmm. And she she looks down on the ground, and there's like a fucking mound of flesh and machinery. And I love how the camera switches from 16 millimeter black and white to this weird, almost VHS recorded look. Mm. Or or static with all the grains and static and shit in it, yeah. Like the metal mound of flesh and metal is looking up at her and and looking at her through its eyes, and she's trying to reach down and touch it, and she's like, you know what? At the last second, she's like, I'm not touching this with my fucking hands. I'm gonna get a pin. 
And then she gets possessed by the metal fetishist, who's, I guess, back in his hideaway. His dimension, his little pocket dimension. Well, he's in his warehouse, right? Full of metal across town. That's where he's at. In the movie, because he comes sure. from there later. I, I like I like what you're saying because maybe he is because it looks that way, right? The way the cinematography right. films. He's it. got like this. He, he's like already supernatural, bro. Like he's, I don't know. Like I feel like he's existing. He's existing in multiple dimensions or some shit. I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't could, know because this because be. this movie because this movie don't really tell you. <laughs> No, but but while this woman reaches down and touches it with the with the pen, she becomes possessed by him, and you see cutaways to the metal fetishist in in that pocket dimension in his hideout, whatever, freaking the fuck out, spewing blood everywhere, and you get a chase scene that is so Sam Raimi esque. The, the camera chase work, scene's dope as fuck. You oh. even get some dope Evil Dead point of view camera. Yes, you know what yes. I mean. Like you get crazy Evil Dead action. With the camera in this scene, I and like not the, just that, but the acting, like the way the woman with glasses like snaps to, and like she moves like a deadite. It's rad. A hundred. And you also get a lot of crazy close-ups. You get a lot of Bruce Campbell-ish close-ups. Close-ups. God damn crossing, it. Crossing. You're crossing on this movie. You get some Bruce Campbell close-ups on yeah. um, on the <laughs> homie and his crazy piece. <laughs> I like how they go downstairs. This, my boy, the salary man, runs all the way downstairs. He goes into a, a fucking piss shack in the bottom of a fucking train railway subway basement. And she's just sitting there ab- above him, scratching her metal arm and bleeding all over the place. And he fights her off, and they go back to his garage, I guess. Well, she even... punches him, and like it's like he runs. Well, he has rocket feet now. Because then you find out that, oh, shit, now he's got rocket feet. So he's, like, running, but she's on his fucking tail. Yeah. She's rocket, right there. Rocket feet? He has rusty-ass pipe nipple feet. Is what he has. Well, yeah, oh, but, yeah. But, but just to say, that's that's what he's got. He, that's why he zooms along. Like, I didn't understand that the first time I watched this movie, dude. I didn't know what was happening right here. I had... I was like, what is happening? After seeing it a few times, I get it. Like we're describing. I want to mention that um, there's actually an anime about a bunch of superheroes, like superhero kids that go to superhero school. One of them is named, I be- he might even be the one named Tetsu. I'm not sure, but he has rocket piston feet because he's a fast yeah, boy. There's a whole anime series based on this. Oh. Don't ask me why I know that. Because it's called research, but yeah, no, there's a whole there's a whole thing that goes through a lot of this, and it's I don't think it's quite as bloody or sexual. I mean, bloody isn't right the word. This this is not bloody. Um, it's definitely not as sexual. But well, I don't know. At at the beginning of the movie, uh, we failed to mention this. This is dope because it's a recurring gag. It only happens twice, but it's funny. Um, the salary man at the towards the beginning, like before where we're at, with the the girl chasing him down into the subway, fucking. The, the trap house uh, beneath the subway. <laughs> um, he sees this prong of metal sticking out of his face and he squeezes it and blood pops all over the mirror. Oh, yeah. Was so it like a metal pimple or some shit? Yeah, yeah. I didn't you know, know if that was like supposed to be like a very over exaggerated, like he cut his finger 
trying to pull it out or if no, it was a pimple? No, I think it's the pimple popping all over the place. And then That's dope. I think it's a scene or so later, he's got another thing on his face and he's it's very trying, demons of them. He tries yes. to touch very it. Very demons it pops of them again. to do that. It pops right. again. I love it. I love it. Oh, well, but then but, he eventually does the the fucking peel. The peel was brutal. The peel was brutal. Oh, yeah. yeah, peel well. was fucking brutal. Once he starts pulling skin off to reveal all the crazy shit growing, it's like, what the fuck? But anyway, well, before yeah, before so we get the, there, back at the garage, the homegirls, the homegirls there with a vengeance, mm-hmm. and you also get some cool scenes that I didn't catch until the last two or three watches, where it cuts between her and um, our antagonist dressed as her just i guess just to let you know like like she's possessed by this guy yeah you know? and i love and i didn't even catch that shit the first couple of times i watched it because this me, movie's fucking crazy me neither dude <laughs> me neither it took me a few watches to really get everything every facet of what's going on but i love the cutaways too to the sky growing darker and that's so evil dead too like where the sun fades away and the clouds come in and take over like I love all of Hell this yeah, shit bro. happening right here. Uh, eventually, um, the salary man finds his strength because he's also possessed by the metal, and he fucking cracks her back and punches her head off. So he's safe. Bro, from he her. cracks the fuck out of her back. Oh, he's cracking her for days. Bro, she's a oh, chiropractor. He must, he must be a chiropractor. <clears throat> like, <laughs> see, I'd love to have my back crack like that. Fuck, that'd be great. Fuck, you, imagine, yeah. you imagine that? Oh, or in this case, <laughs> oh, right. from that shit. Oh God, that'd be great. The next scene is a dream scene featuring the salaryman's girlfriend dancing around with this fucking long, erotic, tubular, scary ass. Yeah, it's like a snake dick hose coming off. And of and, and some of the scenes I want to mention. Some of the scenes where she's dancing. She's literally doing the Liak dance, but faster. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. I was like, oh, she Liak'ing. Fuck yeah, dude. This shit is fucked up because homeboy homeboy is terrified, and the salary man bends over, and he lets it happen. Yeah, she, she She puts that in him. She puts and I want to say, like, like, the fucking smoke, like, steam that they show, mm-hmm. like, as it's, like, sliding in super fast makes me squirm like they do they do little things in in these parts of the film that really like solidify the fact like like this dude's not just turning into a machine he's not just like like there's flesh and bone consequences to what's happening <laughs> to him and yeah, for, these for, very for realistic was. Yeah, for, for very him. realistic it's like very realistic it adds a sense of realism like this shit's sliding in him so fast that it's hot it's producing <laughs> it's producing a mist. You know what I mean? Like Burn, burned up your Cheerio, huh? Ooh, for real. Well, okay. like, and it, <laughs> it, it 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 adds it adds some cringe for me, for real. Oh, this movie has so much that's what I was gonna say. So much cringe in it. Like from the metal pipe in the leg to this sure. scene with the fucking tube of the ass. Lots of cringe. Oh, and then man. it get and then it gets like, like like we're talking about now, then it gets even weirder because they throw the sex in it. Yes. And it's like even more a whole other level of cringe. My like, boy <laughs> my boy is fucking this chick up the wall to where the, the like the logistics of it like they phys- have, physically they make have no the sense. Sweatiest, greasiest 
awkwardest sex. Like, I know, I know, his, I know his dick. And ain't all they do is make the long. weirdest grunts. Wait, what? I know his dick ain't twenty inches long. Well, he ain't no hogzilla. <laughs> no, he definitely ain't. Hogzilla sure. ain't even twenty inches long, cause. But I'm gonna this boy for... fucks her up the wall to where you can see her hips on the wall, and his waist is way down there, way below. And I'm like, really? unrealistic sex. I'm watching well, so it. So what though? So what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh yeah. So gonna, what? Keep, yeah. The rating's getting higher. Go ahead. But I'm gonna say this for for every every man, woman, in between, and also every piece of conduit ever produced. A little shit. spit goes a long way. Just a little bit of spit goes a long way. Hey, and so I want to say, shit. and I'm gonna say this for as cringy and as awkward and sweaty as these two are, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. You know what, mm-hmm. man? I like I like his old lady. There's I've never there's something there's something real hot about her. I've even never with, even with her tube dick, there's something hot about her. Just I've saying. never in my life had sex like this in my life. <laughs> For real, never. no, dude. Like they are so into each other. It's wild. It's wild. It's 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 so unrealistically hyperkinetic. It, it, it's right. insane what they're doing, and they're fucking up the wall. And then they start. It's having... uncanny valley. <laughs> They the start, they're banging, like they start, straight up. They start having food sex in the next scene. Oh, like, the food sex is the best. The uh, can we just be honest, dude? The food sex and the sound effects is the best. <laughs> it's so su- it's so it's suggestive so and like ridiculous and absurd and over the top. I love it. He's feeding her noodles and sausage, and every time she takes a bite or licks the sausage, you, you, oh you god, yeah. metal scraping. It's, you can hear, you hear the yeah. metal scraping yep. and the explosions. And- <laughs> it sounds like every time she licks, it sounds like somebody filing a piece of metal. It's like and, and he's so oh. turned on, like oh, his God, faces yeah. that he makes here. This oh. is what I'm talking about. I didn't know people could do that with their face. <laughs> <laughs> this part while he's watching oh, when, her. <laughs> when she finally bites the sausage, Jill. Yes. Like he just goes, Ugh. <laughs> he stands up and he's like. Bruh, he looks like he's so turned on that he's mad about it, dude. Like, I don't even know how to explain his face. <laughs> no, he has that. It's half. It's half that. Oh my god, I like that. And half bitch watch the teeth. That's what it, it's like. What? Is, but it's god. so con, it's so confusing when he stands up and he kind of spins away. Like, right, and he's like getting rid of the pain. Slams the door, and it's like, oh yeah, he oh. runs. He well, first he has the 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 fucking like drill dick go through the right. table, oh, the whole table up, and he's screaming for like five minutes while he's right. his dick is just drilling the air. He runs away into the bathroom. <laughs> My God. Oh. oh, yeah. He runs away into the bathroom and he's like, you could never love me like this or whatever. She's like, I don't scare easily. Show me. Right. She's into it. She's kind of <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I kind of want to see what you got working, working <laughs> up down there. He shoves his hand out the fucking bathroom door and it's just this metal mass of confusion and sadness. And he's like, oh, yeah, he pulls it back in. He's like, yeah, you like what you see, huh? Like, I can't show you no more than this. Like, this is it's fucked up. And she she keeps egging him on like, no, 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 I can handle it. She goes in there and this is when you get Grindhouse's face peel. And he, he peels the bandage off his face and you get the silhouette of the character and it's so gnarly, and the girlfriend is just outrageously screaming. She never screaming. stops screaming. Yeah, 
she's screaming for fucking. She's over the top with it. <laughs> like I felt like I was waiting for 2012 as long as I was waiting for her to stop screaming. It felt like forever. It was like, are the Mayans right? Like, is she gonna stop screaming? Is this in the calendar? Is she, right. Are we wrong here? Um, Possibly like a certain witch in a certain movie that kept screaming forever <laughs> and ever <laughs> and ever. Thank you, thank you. you notice I took my headphones off because I knew it was coming. <laughs> Go off. Still can't hear you. Okay. This is this goes back to though where Ricky was talking about homegirl fucking like fighting him off she stabs him in the neck but then while she's stabbing him but then she gets turned on again because he's bleeding and she's a little psycho freak Mm -hmm. she starts dude the way she starts licking him and shit (laughs) well what does that teach you what does that teach you i don't know what it says about her or about me no but for this movie What it teaches you is that no does not necessarily mean no. That's what it teaches you. Oh, this is like, it. Cut, cut it out then. Yeah, pussy. that's yikes. No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, come on. It's a fucking movie. Give me a break. No, I feel you because it's, it's all it's, it's fucked in up. now. <laughs> it's, fucked up. it's fucked up the way she, bro, but she. She's like, no, then she's like, well, maybe. Well, maybe. Into it. Yeah, exactly. To grind out this horrible point, well, decision. Maybe. Yeah. I, I do want to preface this with the fact that both of these motherfuckers are just horrible people. Well, yeah, but she took First herself all, out, though, because right after she stabs him in the neck and makes out with his mouth and eyes, she right. sits on his rotator dick and kills right. herself. And dies, right. And he and wakes up to And they're both terrible this. people, so you can't, you can't really feel bad for them. No, no. They're because both of terrible we, people. Because of what we find, find out, out yeah, right. they're not good folks. After the girlfriend fucking kills herself on his fucking hydro dick or or whatever. <laughs> it's hydro dick. That's uh, hydro ain't right. That's water. His dude. mechanical his yeah. mechanical pneumatic abomination. Dude, and I love the shots of it spinning after she gets off it. Yeah. And just the flesh is flying oh, off of it. The blood. Man, it's so good. So fucking cringy and gnarly, mm. dude. Oh. Okay, so after all of that, there's a flashback showing this doctor talking to the young version of the fetishist who, throughout this movie, we see flashbacks of a car hitting someone, people fucking in the woods, whatever. We don't know what all this is about. In this scene, you see this doctor telling the fetishist that it's amazing you're still alive because you have a chunk of metal stuck in your head. And Ricky, Ball. what what does he say about Ball. that? He's like, what, what genius put it there? <laughs> You might, anybody as, else, you might as well think of it as jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> because if you pull it out, you're going to die. <laughs> but I just love the fact that he's so fascinated. He's like, what genius put it there? <laughs> I got hit by a car, sir. <laughs> right. Well, there's a there's a certain level of realism to that. I mean, I, I have a giant piece of metal in my neck that keeps my neck straight up and down and more or less turning right and left. And I always wonder, like, what's that some bitch doing in there right now? <laughs> like. For sure. You know, it's like, it's like, well, it's, it's super long. It's got like six screws in it. And it's like, I wonder what's going on there. And I, and I often wonder, like, is that a Phillips head? Like, could I just <laughs> tighten that up? It's probably like, a I, fucking star head, bro. Like, you know, you know, taking that bitch apart would be a, a, a job, bro. Dude, no, you're going to have to have a T25 set. You're going to have to have all the T, the T20 and the 19. Come on. 
Come you're gonna on. have to fucking unscrew your shit. No, but everything's every head's gonna be different. You're gonna have you gotta get mad. That's oh, gonna be stupid. Yeah, yeah I, it's gonna be. I, got, I I will be frustrated, but I got them all. So don't worry, I'll get them all out. No worries there. <laughs> yeah. After the doctor has this flashback with the fetishist, um, he tells him that yeah, he's amazing, he's still alive. Think about it as jewelry. The salary man is now fully. The Iron Man. He is complete. Yeah, he sits down in the tub, and I love this imagery. <laughs> and again, again, just little things they do because when well, he's no, sitting but, down, but it's, the water's it, boiling. It's like after a long so day hot. of killing my girlfriend, I need right. a hot, relaxing bath. <laughs> and that the water's boiling when he's sitting in it. Just little things like that really add to the film for me. This movie was so fucking surreal, though. When he got out of the bathtub, I was waiting for a scene of Dorothy to come out with an oil can and be like. Doop, doop. <laughs> just so he, can real, so he can fucking rust himself solid. Fucking tin man. <laughs> instead, instead of Dorothy. Well, at this point, he was still he was still all stainless, though. I think. Well, at but this you put, point, you put the right kind of stainless in water, it will still rust. For sure. Yep. For sure. Yeah, because if you leave your fucking your fucking razor sitting down, you know, face down, you know, it'll rust eventually. Mm-hmm. At this point, he receives he a call all, from the... He was all stainless. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> At this you know, point... Well, it, the movie is called... He has called the Iron Man, not this stainless man. Just for the right. <laughs> well, Iron Man sounds better. <laughs> well, I am not, Iron Man. Not to an engineer. To an engineer? Stainless man sounds way better. Fair. I am stainless man. Just call me 304. <laughs> I just, yeah, <laughs> that's just me. At this point in the film, he gets a call from the fetishist who tells the Iron Man that he's coming for him. And I love in this scene, my boy is fucking rocketing through the streets with a bouquet yeah. of flowers and we're <laughs> yeah, gonna get we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to the bouquet in a little bit because it's one of my favorite absolute favorite scenes oh yeah so this is the, more evil dead shit coming up right, <laughs> right up your ass the fetishist is fucking going through town and He's moving the the iron man is fucking plugged into the electrical system in his in his apartment he's fucking powering up and laughing and we keep cutting back to this laughing from a TV commercial that was earlier in the film. Um, it's playing now, so it keeps inner, like inner, inner cutting through our inner lewds, if you will. The <laughs> it, keeps, right. it keeps popping in, and I love this. I, I, like actually, the Iron Man is like electrocuting himself, and the fetishist makes his way over to the apartment, and you see like. All of the metal shit in the apartment starting to crinkle, crumple, fly up against the wall. The cats start turning into shit. And the, 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 cat, the cat makes me sad, even though it's goofy as fuck. I'm it's like, so oh, dope, poor though. kitty. I know. It's so good, though. But, but the fetishist finally does arrive. He arrives in the guise of the girlfriend, who... The Iron Man put her in the tub and bathed her with fucking flowers, like flower petals and shit. It was so cute, but disturbing. Finally, when 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 the fetishist shows up, he mutates because he possesses. These shots her. of her sitting up in the tub are mm-hmm. haunting. Yeah, dude, it's so these dope. shots of her are dope. 
once homeboy fucking mutates into her, the fetishist is there in the apartment with the Iron Man. So they're they are and finally this is, together. This is the Evil Dead shit I wanted to talk about. That fucking just like the end of Evil Dead, where all the deadites are dissolving with the claymation stop motion. Uh-huh. That's like a hundred percent like this scene right here. She's like dissolving and he's coming out of the goo. Yeah. I like I like I like what happens here though, where the, the fetish is, is getting the upper hand on the Iron Man and he shoves all those flowers he brought all the way right. across town just in his face. It was just right. for a joke. Right. It was just for a laugh. It's like, hey, here's your flowers, bitch. <laughs> it's not for nothing deeper, but we, we I got it. you some flowers, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. We followed it for like fifteen minutes or whatever the fuck long however long this took. This is where the movie goes from an experimental art house horror movie, black and white, whatever, to a full on anime adaptation. Oh, oh yeah. On a 100%, low budget. A hundred percent. The fetishist he easily overpowers the Iron Man and he gets he gets the best of him and he's telling him of his apocalyptic new world which we saw flat like flashbacks of at the beginning of the movie and it during the uh, crash scene earlier where we got the reveal that the reveal of this movie the big grand reveal is that the salary man and his girlfriend who were having sex crazy up the wall sex earlier ran over the metal fetishist while he was running to the hospital with that iron rod in his leg. So and instead of bringing him to the hospital, they brought him to like the woods or something and were making him watch them bang because that's the type of freaky shit they're into. I feel like they were in the murder midst- freaky shit. I feel like they were in the midst of it. Like they didn't know that they were going to do that necessarily right. when they started. But once it got there, it got there and it evolved into this weird, like you said, freaky murder shit, sex, death, necro, sexual thing. Like, yeah. Like they dumped, they dumped ne- off. Necrosex- necrosexual. Mm-hmm. Did you just yeah. coin a phrase? Necrosexual. I do it all the time. No, the necrosexual is a black metal comedian. It was the first for me. Like like Oppenheim or Barbenheimer or Oppen Arby. yeah, it was the first for me. So I don't care what other people thought of before me. I th- I thought of the singularity that Stephen Hawking thought of before I found out he did. I really did. Oh. Um. So we, yeah, we get that new world symbol, and basically what is happening at this point while they're fighting is that the the metal fetishist is giving a vision of a new world to. Uh, the salary man where everything is consumed by metal and everything is going to be in their likeness, their new likeness. So we're evolving, right? That goes back to Grindhouse's point about transhumanism. To me, this is where transhumanism enters the fold of the film and becomes well, a theme. Well, but if you think about it, though, we're sort of already there. Um but I mean, it, when you think of that, the, the term transhumanism, where we take things that are not elemental to our bodies and we put them in our bodies, I, theoretically, we've we've been there for probably a hundred years. I mean, I have, like I said, I have a giant titanium plate in my neck. Mm-hmm. Okay, that wasn't supposed to be there. Um, yeah, humans it, shouldn't be fucking thirty thousand feet in the air, but we are. We'll, we'll, we'll agree too. But the funny part to me. And this is just the way that my mind thinks. It's like I have this plate in there and I have these screws and all this shit. It's like most days I never think about it. I never think about 
there are days where it's like I come home from work and I'm tired and I'm stiff and I go to stretch and it's like something doesn't stretch quite right. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know what that is, you know, <laughs> but, Damn. but it's like, but like most days I don't think about it. So it's like transhumanism as a function, as a function and call it maybe even more a function of survival or a function of, well, call it what it is, a function of wellness. I mean, has existed forever. You know, it's there. We have lots of people in the world that have artificial hips, artificial knees, artificial this, artificial that, screws, plates, pins, rods, whatever else. It's all honestly kind of already there. These are just a bunch of people that are doing it because they want to versus the fact that they need to. Well, in this movie, I mean, I don't think anyone has control over what is happening to them. I don't get that idea ever. I don't think because based on the beginning, when the metal fetishist initially shoved that rod in his leg, I don't think he thought I'm going to become an overpowered overlord of metal. And I'm basically the Japanese Magneto um, that he becomes. <laughs> he, 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 he just he's just fulfilling a primal desire. <laughs> and this movie is all about sexual primal desires like this movie is really fucking I think this movie is really deep. If you want it, like Ricky said, if you want it to be, it's really deep. I think there's a lot to fucking peel back right here. Um, after the Iron Man escapes the factory <laughs> where he was getting that fucking that old that new world fucking vision from, the fight the fight goes on throughout town, and yeah, people are stop motion animation fighting everywhere, and they're fucking crashing into buildings. There's smoke. There's this. There's that. Eventually, they go to the the old factory setting of the fetishists like they're they're in his stomping grounds and they have a throwdown that is needless to say artistic as fuck you better had been paying attention to the movie before you got here to understand what's happening where they're absorbing each other they're absorbing each other into themselves and finally merging into this single phallic and at the end, I saw this. It's a big dick. Yeah, it's a dick, dude. It's a giant dick tank. Yeah. I monster. didn't see this until the last time I watched it. I am reading off Wikipedia, I'll admit, um, a single phallic mass of metal. But right. I didn't see that until the last time I watched it. I didn't this. catch it my first couple of watches either. That looks like a dick. <laughs> well, but prior to that, okay, okay. First of all, two things. The Japanese Magneto. That was funny to me because I thought about him getting really pissed and accidentally crumpling himself up into the size of a beer can, going, oh, and going, for some reason, that was really funny to me. Yeah. But then just prior to this scene, when they have all those little creatures coming out, they all look like big metal sperm. Oh, the yeah. Big, you, you got the creatures big, spying on, on people yeah. outside the factory. <laughs> yeah. But but like when the, when the creature's coming out and it has a very, to me, it had a very thing vibe. Um, for sure. But when the things are coming out, they look like giant metal sperm. That's what they look like. Kind of creeping out and going off and doing their own thing. These sperm are coming out to impregnate the world because at the end of this movie, we have our phallic merged fucking salary man and metal fetishist. And the fetishist is like, oh, shit, yeah, we can fucking take this world over. And the salary man is like, I'd like that. And he's like... We can we can rust this world into the dust of the universe, and Good the salad the salad. Oh, dude, it's the best. It's so cosmic, and the salary man is like, "Let's do it." Sounds interesting, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, 
Sounds, well, interesting. Gonna... Sounds interesting. What a reply. <laughs> but if they're going to rust, are they no longer stainless? Nikki? No, they're no longer stainless because okay. the rusty man done infected him. Oh, okay. The rusty man. Yeah. And then, then they start... Rusty roads. <laughs> <laughs> then they start skating through the streets. Like, would you not notice this big fucking mass? I just want to know. I just want to be able to see the faces. On the people who were happen to see this, <laughs> yeah, st- happen to see this thing in the streets, just flying for by. long periods of time. No, not even that. Like while they're filming, but they fly. Oh, yo, oh, and yeah. they're stopping, and then they move it a little, and then they film it, and then they stop it. I want to see the faces of the people watching them do this. They're probably during just like, production. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> they're like, they're over there, like man. America might be right. We are kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it felt like a, it felt like a, people coming out of their house and looking on and just going, bring a laugh track. No, just goddamn hooligans and then just going back in the house. <laughs> you crazy kids and your giant robot dicks. Yeah. You big mechaguars. <laughs> Dollar store mechaguar. Dollar store yeah. mechaguar. <laughs> I love that shit. Final thoughts and ratings. Let's fucking go. Grindhouse Zombie, you fucking came in here just shitting all over this movie. And we've had a, I think we've had a really good conversation about this movie. Please give us your final thoughts and ratings on Tetsuo the Iron Man from 1989. The year I was born. Oh, Same with my wife, for the record. Uh, mm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I'm almost 50. Do the math and tell me who's winning the game. Anyway. You are. 
thank you. I'll say it. Uh, I'm, it's <laughs> leave it. I'm leaving it in. You are <laughs> leave it in. That's fine. Uh, okay, so I was gonna say, hopefully she's winning too. But uh, oh, she's winning. She's winning. Well, there, well, she's, there she's winning. She's, she's winning. winning. She's winning. You think you think that fence got up fast? <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Yeah, Lord. <laughs> Anyway, so you guys suggest this movie. I did a little quick googling, and I said, "Oh, this is gonna fucking suck," and I'm not gonna like it. Um. So there's a couple realities here. This is definitely a fever dream movie. I think I said that before. Um. The more I've thought about it, there's a lot of parts of this movie in the, in the fast-paced feverness of it that remind me of the movie I keep coming back to is Peninsula, which is basically Train to Busan 2. Um, there's some elements of this movie that remind me of the movie Crash, uh, Mr. David Cronenberg's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, when all said and done, I... I don't like movies that I can't follow and I don't like movies that I don't know what's going on. And that is the entirety of this movie. So for my score, I will give it one point for the fact that they made a movie. I will give it one point for the fact that somebody got me to watch it. And I think it has some pretty interesting themes. Um, A lot of hypersexualism, a lot of man versus machine and who gets to win the battle. For me, it didn't deliver super hard in the end. Uh, I will watch it again at some point with maybe a clearer mind and a clearer tone of, I don't want to hate this. Uh, I'm at a three right now. That's where I'm at. Um, I just, I I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it. There's definitely some cool parts of it, but I didn't enjoy it, but I will watch it again. And if we, if we circle back and touch it again, it's, it's got some room to maybe go up to like a 3.25. All right. Well, hashtag watched it wrong. Tetsuo is indeed a fever dream, like you said, (laughs) but it's one with a message. I think whether assigned or not, it's got this low budget shot on shittio masterpiece quality to it that transcends the ages to become a staple for horror nerds and cinephiles alike. This movie has so much going on, dude. From the soundtrack to the score to, or that's the same thing. From the soundtrack to the cinematography (laughs) to the acting alone, like everybody was on point for this. This movie does feel like it was rushed. It feels like it was Evil Dead. It feels like it was fucking on fire the whole time they were making it. And it it, it, it like translates to me that this was what was happening when they were filming it. I don't know what to say. I, I think a three out of a three point five out of ten is a really low score for this. But hey, man, we're all here. We're all giving our honest opinions. And uh, you know what? You sold me on the acting because the acting, as frenetic as the pace of this movie was, the acting was really good. It was spastic. I used spastic earlier. I'm gonna go up to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go up to like a four and a half. I'll, I'll give you a four and a half because the acting, the acting, the acting did sell a lot of this. And this movie, to me, this is what this movie feels like. This movie feels like I'm coming home. I'm gonna do the dishes, and then for some reason, I stick my hand in my garbage disposal, and I keep sticking it in farther and farther <laughs> and farther because I want to see what happens next. Even though in my heart of hearts, I know what's going to happen next. But 
it, it, some parts of it were bloody, some parts of it were fun. The hypersexualism was great. It just it was a lot of the delivery was not super cogent for me. So this, this but is I'm one a- of those movies where this. Uh, so I'll boil it down after Ricky's done because I feel like there's a good conversation to be had after we give our final thoughts and ratings. Um, Grindhouse is willing yeah. to come up to a four and a half out of ten. I'm gonna give this movie a ten out of ten. Uh, originally, when I first saw this, it was a nine out of ten because I was like, "Wow, this is insane, awesome." But I don't understand it, so I was kind of put off. After watching it a bunch of times since the initial watch, it's it's just be- become more and more clear what this movie is. Learning more and more about the, the the backstory, it gives me the same Evil Dead vibes. Like, indie, let's go fucking cutthroat, do it, fucking who cares, let's fucking be punk rock about it, let's fucking make a movie! And make it fucking fun! <sighs> And make it daring and exciting, and and I feel like this is what Tetsuo the Iron Man does. It makes a fun, exciting, daring movie with people who didn't know necessarily what they were doing, but I love that raw sorcery. I love that shit. So this movie's a 10 out of 10 for old TV. Sorcery. Well, it's it's interesting, and I want to give Ricky his due, so I'm just going to say this now. When you think about movies that make you think about other movies, I didn't get Evil Dead out of this at all. Like, there was not a second of this that I went Evil Dead. But, okay, hold on, hold on. Um, I did get vibes that were of the movie Runaways. You guys ever seen the movie Runaways? Tom Selleck. <laughs> yeah. Thousand years ago, Tom Selleck. So watch that movie because it gave me a little bit of that vibes. Um, And then it also gave me vibes of... A movie I just had in my head and can no longer remember. Man, I should probably drink less. Crash? Um, no, Crash, definitely, but there was another... God damn it. Oh, Screamers. Movie Screamers. Um, Peter Weller. Who was also in RoboCop, and this is also a dollar store RoboCop movie. Um, <laughs> but, so, in terms of making me think and making me go to other movies... It, for me, there's definitely some value there. I just it didn't hit me quite like you did, but you're you're making me think I'm gonna stick at my four and a half, but you're making me think and I'm gonna come back later. Ricky, this Fair was enough. your pick. My my good sir, please bring us home with this motherfucking Tetsuo the Iron Man. So the score alone, like I love this lo-fi, gritty industrial music. Mm. I love the fucking Picture ratio, the black and white, it's so striking. So many of these images that come up are just so striking. Like, you can't forget them. The actors all do a good job. Um, I've got a bit of a crush on the homie's girlfriend, the crazy <laughs> one. Yeah, I see um, why. I see why. Salary man. Salary uh, man. I've, got a, I've, got, I've got a bit of a man crush on the salary man. He's a handsome fella. <laughs> And <laughs> he, he, he makes he faces makes you could only craziest, see in your dreams. <laughs> he makes the craziest faces in the world, also. So he bay too, and uh, the filmmaker is bay. Like he does a great job as his character. Also, doesn't I'm struggling though, on his name though. Well, no, uh, Sukamoto doesn't he? Doesn't Sukumato. he do a great job as the yeah. fucking guy? Like he absolutely. Imagine he's a memorable character. He's got an iconic look. Like they both got an iconic look to him. Like 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's crazy. And and just the balls that it took to make this movie. Like, like, okay, here, here, make a full length movie. Here it is. And you make this movie? Mm-hmm. The balls. I'm gonna applaud. I'm gonna applaud his balls all day. Let's um, slap them balls together. I'm gonna slap them with. Put you. your balls together and give and them clap. a round of applause. Give a good, give a good ball clap yes. for this movie. Because this movie's nuts. And then okay. you, the Travis, fact that, hold on. I'm not sure Travis can clap with his balls. Can he? <laughs> He'll have to my, just clap my, his onto ours. My yeah. dick can clap to my ball <laughs> all day. There I you promise go. you. So. Yeah. If <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I love Grindhouse, though. <laughs> uh, I love the joke. I love the no, joke. It was good, but I, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, I'm sorry. You were talking about that. The, the effects. The effects. The effects. Dude, the effects. Get out of here. Straight up, Evil Dead. All that stop motion. It's just like the end in the cabin. Everyone's decaying, falling down. Clay shits all over the place. Earlier in the film, when, uh, when when Homegirl Lady was fucking chasing him through the sewer, Evil Dead all the way. And the, and when the, you rewatch the, it, when you rewatch it, pay attention to those scenes early in the film. Some of that camera work is straight up Raimi, dude. Straight, straight up, up Raimi. Straight and, up Raimi. When she shows up in the sewer and she's fucking puking blood out her, or in the garage rather, she's puking blood out her mouth and having the white eyes. That's dead eyed shit. But also just the way shit is shot, man. Like you get the crazy point of view camera, you get the crazy close-ups on the homie's face, you get all kind of nuts shit. But in anyway, yeah, this movie, I understand where it's difficult a hundred percent. I understand a hundred percent that this movie is bonkers and it's not for everybody. Get seasoned and then watch it. But it's (laughs) biggest, it's biggest quality. It's biggest redeeming quality for me is the fact that it's an hour long. Yep. I can't get bored with it fast enough. It's only an hour long. If if it were longer, it might wouldn't be a 10. But this is something that like I could put on for an hour as background. I could, you know, just watch for an hour. Fuck it. I don't even have to watch the whole thing because it doesn't even require that. <laughs> I could pop in at the second half. That this movie yeah, it's because of the fever dream qualities that it has. I don't know. There's something about this movie. What, I love it. For me, it's a 10. If it was longer, it probably wouldn't be because I could see the gags and the repetition that you mentioned getting really old. But for me, at just an hour long, it just breezes by. And it's kind of just like watching a really long, rad music video. That's what I like about the thing that Grindhouse was saying. Like, it's like, this movie can either be A or B. Like, it's either going to fucking really hit you or it's not. And the difference between the two we're experiencing right now. I mean, yeah, like, we, we're both 10 out of 10. Grindhouse is 4.5 out of 10 on this movie. But, like, the artistic merits for it, I, I just, I have to ask, like, do you see them? Do you see, like like, what this movie was... Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. I see Yeah, that. I mean, like, if nothing else, like, the, the fucking, like, effects and shit, dude, like, 
and they didn't even know what they were doing. They, they just, didn't even know what they were they doing. They just they went full punk rock and just did this shit, like DIY shit. And that's that's just balls, man. It's just balls for Ima- days. Imagine for you just wanted to make a movie and you were like, This is my movie, this is what I made, take it or leave it. This is what this movie is to me. Like it's take it or leave it. Like this is this is my movie. Uh-huh. Like, what do you want? And and so I look at it and I'm like, well, if I had to make this movie, I would be struggling because like I, I think I could make something cool, but I don't know if I can make Tetsuo. Tetsuo right. is fucking a 10 out of 10. So I don't think I could make a 10 out of 10 right out the gate like this boy did. Fucking, I think we could. I think we could, bro. I think we got between un- the three of us. I'm under. The- I'm underselling. Oh. Under undersell and over uh reward. deliver yeah over, over deliver, deliver. Yeah, yeah yes I understand what you're saying I do and there is an artistic piece of this that is pretty fun and pretty dynamic it for me it doesn't deliver as a movie in the end just to, I feel you just to watch it it's just well, it's just not the experience you want well I to Travis's point I think that between the three of us. And my wood shop, my garage, a hot glue gun, and a handful of steel washers. We could probably make something pretty <laughs> close to this. And I definitely have some conduit. And I'll tell you what, Travis and Ricky, when I double it, <laughs> when I double in the two of you, I will spit on it before I stick it in. Oh okay? my god! Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't agree to that. I don't agree to that. But you know. That's where the nightclub ends, is where we're all getting anally raped. So, there you go. Jesus Christ. Yep. That's who well. Thank you, you so much. You first, folks. <laughs> well, I just, I can't wait to feed those wires through and watch tra- watch them come out of Travis's mouth, because I am they have to go through all of his large intestine, small intestine, up through his stomach, out through his mouth, one wire out each nose, and then I'm going to tie you off with a couple of wire nuts. <laughs> as long as long as I get to go Them fishing, I'll ones. be fine. You will go fishing, and you will light the bayou for everyone around because you will glow like a son of a bitch from space. It's my <laughs> dream. It's my dream. It's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How many Cajuns does it take to screw in a light bulb? Uh, three. Ricky? None. They can't do it. I don't know. (laughs) What's a light bulb? (laughs) (laughs) We on, we on them gas lamps still, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been your friend, Grindhouse Zombie trying to keep his Cajun cousins sane, but you can see how that went. Um, Don't ever stop watching, don't ever stop loving horror, and don't let anyone else tell you that you're wrong. Even when you are. (laughs) Embrace the roses, lay them petals all on your girlfriend's head and in the water, (laughs) after you kill her with your big old wiener. (laughs) And don't be scared if she gets up again and turns into a man and y'all decide to start a relationship and destroy the universe. Yeah, cuz, yeah. 
stay spooky and stay mutating into all your metal. You know what? That's what this movie is really about. If you boil it, it's about living your best life. That's the message. No.
Where did Travis go? He's um he's going to grab a beer. Okay. Is this the part where we talk about we're thinking about ousting him from the nightclub and maybe you and I should take over because it just isn't going the way we want it to? For sure, for sure. He's okay. you know, he's he's stretched thin, he's 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 doing his best and it shows, but it's just not enough. Okay. Um no. <laughs> okay. Well I he's was gonna, gonna hear this and be like, fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay, so I should not send that cease and desist letter that I was gonna send because Oh oh no. no okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well, cease well, and well, desist. <laughs> so we'll wait for that for later. Okay. Well, the bright side is there's always a circus in town and they always need a midget. So, I mean, he's he's always got something to do. (laughs) I, hey, if he's gone, seriously, if he's gone, I always fuck with him when he's gone. And I, I, my goal is that I hope he gets a kick out of it. (laughs) Oh, shut up. Shh, shh, shh. Shh, shh, shh. He's back. Okay. (laughs) Shh, shh. Never mind. Never mind. We'll we'll talk about it later. For sure. For sure. I don't give a fuck. I'm daddy. (laughs) <laughs> oh, daddy. 